A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today I'm joined by one of the sacred sages, a lady called Amy Moscow from California. Amy, very warm welcome to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm Amy, and I'm co-founder of a company called Intentional Healing Systems, and I'm the author of Gratitude Plus Forgiveness Times Love Equals Happiness and Daily Agreements, Guidelines, and Intentions. So typically we start out these podcasts with a meditation. So if I understand correctly, Paul, we're going to start with a meditation today. Is that correct? Indeed, indeed we are, as ever. Okay, great. So the, the meditation that I have prepared today for today is around growth and contribution. So if you could just close your eyes and center yourself, use your breath to center yourself in through your nose and then release through your mouth. If you'll listen to the statements I'll deliver with this meditation, if they feel right to you, agree to integrate the energy of the words. You don't need to repeat them after me or try to keep up and say them in your head. Just listen, and if it feels right, agree to integrate. So you're gonna take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Continue breathing. Focus on your breath. Imagine that as you inhale, you're drawing golden divine energy sent from your inner spirit into your lungs. Let that energy circulate through you and illuminate you from the inside out. Feel the warmth spread through you. Know that as you connect with this golden energy, you're connecting more deeply with your inner spirit. Invite that energy to support you with, I choose to invite my inner spirit to support my growth by keeping me in full alignment with my inner truth. By fortifying trust in my inner voice. By amplifying the light of love through me. By inspiring me to create as the empowered creator that I am by helping me to meet my highest potentials aligned with my soul purpose, and by guiding me to speak with conviction from the depths of my sacred heart. Now visualize that golden light that's coursing through you, coming out your hands. As it comes out of your hands, see it mold itself into form as a glistening golden crown. Now take that crown in your hands Lift it and place it on top of your head. Know that you are a divine being of light and fully worth your crown. Take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Imagine that you've summoned a divine energy to cleanse you of all that you need to release. Visualize a golden breeze sweeping through you. As it sweeps through you, it pushes out old, tired energy to make way for new energy that lifts you up 
See it move through you like the wind, cleansing all parts of you. Now agree to yourself to cut ties with these old energies you're releasing. Let them all go. Let them go with this. I choose to cleanse my entire energy field of energies that recycle lessons I have already laid to rest. To clear from my energy field all energies reinforcing that which no longer holds value for me. To release energy that keeps my thoughts and emotions focused on fear. To allow unfavorable self-judgments to dissipate so I can see my sacred nature and value with clarity. As you let go, all you can see is a golden glow throughout your whole being. Now picture golden light coming up from the earth and into you through your feet. And see that same golden light come down from above and into you through your crown. Watch as the energy from the earth and from the universe meet with the energy of your inner spirit at your heart. Visualize your heart glowing gold. See it pump strong, sending golden pulses of light through you and then out through your hands, your eyes, and your mouth. Send this energy out to the world around you with this. I choose to project from my energy field the most pure and highest expression of my divinity. I choose to share my gifts freely with all other living beings. I choose to see the ever-present beauty that exists around me before I see anything else. I choose to speak only from an open and loving heart. I choose to use my golden light to bring the world to higher ground through my thoughts, words, and actions. And remember with each new day that your light is of great value to this world. Turn it up and keep it glowing by embracing the inner knowing that you are a sacred and divine being of light. And so it is. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. So, growth and contribution. Maybe before we start diving in, listeners, it, it's useful to give some kind of context. So, are they just two words, or three words, if we're going to be pedantic about it, that stand alone, growth and contribution? Or are they part of something, you know, a bigger, a big, a bigger model, if you will? And, and it is the latter. When you look at the six human needs, there are four core needs. The need for certainty in our lives. We need to be certain. The need for uncertainty, because too much certainty and we get bored. And there's no growth in that. Too much uncertainty and we get overwhelmed, confused. And then there's the need for significance. We need to know that we matter. We have a purpose. And then on the opposite of that, that side of things is the need for love and connection. We need to know that we're integrated, we're loved, we're connected. So they're the four basic core needs. And then the fifth one, which is the first of the two higher spiritual needs, is the need for growth. There is a, this, I think it was Tony Robbins coined the phrase, by definition, if we're not growing, we're dying. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that adage, but um, 
well, that's not the purpose of this podcast. So you make your own mind up, listeners. And then the highest human need of all is the need for contribution. Amy, any thoughts about any of those? Well, I think I have thoughts on all of those. (laughs) But since our focus today is growth and contribution, um, first of all, I'd like to say that I think that that's great context, giving um, some information on the six human needs. It's great context for our discussion. And, and even though you're the host of this podcast, I'd like to flip it and maybe ask you some questions. But first, I'll answer your question. So growth and contribution to me are about uh, the growth comes from really getting to know yourself knowing your inner self, not knowing your ego self, but knowing your spirit self and recognizing your divine lineage. I mean, we're, we're all cast from our divine creator. We're sparks of light that originate with divine creator. So getting back to brass tacks and really understanding that that's who and what we are, getting to know that facet of ourself is really important in the context of growth. And then what happens is that leads to contribution because, you know, my success is your success is our success. So with, with each success that I have and with the respect to getting to know myself and know, knowing what my gifts and value are, um, it ultimately becomes something that all of humanity can benefit from when I apply my wisdom, my knowledge, my gifts, all of that. So, so I feel like um, there it's a stepping stone. First comes the growth and then comes the highest level of contribution that you can offer. So as we talk about growth and contribution, um, I'd like to ask you about world game changers. I'm sure the listeners I've heard you mention World Game Changers many times at this point, um, but I'd, I'd really like to, to hear about the organization. If you could tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, absolute pleasure to be able to do that, Amy. And you're right, the listeners have, uh, on probably more than one occasion, um, heard, me, heard me reference this thing called World Game Changers. So what is that? It's the understanding, the the knowing that why you're on earth or why I'm, for me personally, why I'm on, on this planet. And that's been 60 years in the making in this human form, listeners. And to basically, I can remember when, this, when I first came across Dr. Stephen Covey a, few, oh, a good few years ago now, a couple of decades ago, and there was something that hit me dramatically leave the world a better place that was it now you know we could delve into values and missions and visions but i just love the power of that statement leave the world a better place and when i heard that my life despite its chaos and its confusion and its darkness its despair and all that kind it just made a lot more sense And that sparked a journey then of self-discovery at a very deep driven level. You know, what is what's happening here? Why is it happening? And yes, a lot of that was on an intellectual level, on an academic level. But within a relatively short space of time, I then come to understand that that academic, that superficial level, as as I now look upon it, was just 
you know, just a stepping stone to something that can't be defined and it can't be rationalized and it can't be intellectualized because it just is. And that knowing of why I breathe in this human form is to be an instrument of creating something called world game changes along with some amazing beyond amazing fellow co-creators which you know we all we all unite to basically leave the world a better place and that is the simplicity of it amy leave the world a better place yeah it has a really nice ring to it <laughs> but beyond that i mean i really i like I like getting into the details and picking it apart. So in the context of growth and contribution, like we have to ask ourselves the question, how do we actually leave the world a better place? You know, and I believe the step number one is, is recognizing our divinity, like recognizing we have all of this power because if we don't, then, then we can't bring our best offerings as contributions to make the world, to actually make the world a better place. Wholeheartedly agree with that. And maybe a different way of, of offering that same realization is the fact that we look inside for those answers, not outside. Those answers are right. already within us. They are us. We are the answer. We are the change. Um, I think there's actually songs been made. Uh, was it Michael Jackson made one? Uh, if you're looking for change, look at the man in the mirror so to speak and and yeah absolutely we are and i think that that kind of realization i keep using that word realization i don't even know where that's come from all of a sudden but that awareness of i'm enough i'm more than enough i am the change i'm part of my i don't even know what the word is but purpose, let's simplify listeners by saying purpose, is, is, is to be that change and be like a pebble and drop that pebble in the pond so it ripples and ripples and ripples because we are, we are actually one. And this is coming from a guy, listeners, you've heard me say this so, so many, many times. The very earthy, challenging background I've come from because people say, Paul, well, you're a bit far out there with some of the things you say. Well, I'm a bit far out there as may be judged because that's where my life has taken me. And with that is that's come from a very, very dark, earthy, real, challenging background. Not just for, you know, five minutes or five years, for decades and so I think this is where, for me, the word faith comes in. On an intellectual level, on a rational level, to keep using those two words again, do I understand with a small you what's happening? No, I don't. But I've come to accept that that's great because this, this power, this beauty, this divinity that we have is not in the head. It's not rational. It's in the heart. And I listened to a podcast yeah. re recently, Amy, the one that we did, um, um, Sacred Sages 5 with uh, Judy Kelly, when she said the heart is 5,000 times more powerful than the head. And in a way that 
I kind of didn't understand that intellectually. I actually really did understand it. And the paradoxes and the contradictions that, you know, you look at the, uh, the Tao Te Ching and the, you know, the paradoxes and the contradictions that, that rest in that wisdom and that simplicity and that profoundness. In a way that I don't get it, I absolutely get it. Yeah, it's, it is hard to intellectualize that statement, yet we all know it's true. If we dig down deep, we feel that that's true. So, and you say that, that you know, one of your driving forces or your purpose is to be the change, right? Well, I believe that that is everyone's purpose, ultimately, at the highest level. I mean, we all have different objectives while we're here incarnated in human bodies, but ultimately, that is the driving force. That is the energy that our heart is pumping out. It's driving us toward being the change. I mean, I, I believe that's our, our whole purpose for even being here. So I think it's really interesting that you have identified that. And I think maybe some people don't realize yet at this point, or maybe they do, that that is also their driving force. That is what they feel in their heart. Like, yeah, I want to make a change. You know, yes, okay, maybe from an ego perspective, but more importantly, from a spirit perspective, I want to help this world progress. So, and I think one of the things, you know, as I follow world game changers and the activity of world game changers is that it creates a community where people can actually, it's, a, it's like an outlet for people to actually um, meet part of their purpose to be the change. You know, we need that. We need that place to gather as one to actually make, to make the change that our heart is guiding us toward. What do you think about that? World Game Changers is like an outlet, a depot for meeting a purpose. I think there are things in life that happen that we as humans, uh, we like to think we know, we like to think we've got all the answers, we, we've got it sorted. And there are things that we don't even remotely understand. And for me, some of those things can be blessed. You can, you know, whatever adjective is, is appropriate. For, I use the word a lot blessed because they just defy logic. Why is this happening? It's such a, you know, you look at the, the way world game changes is emerging with the amazing people and, you know, the, the things that we're doing already in our relative infancy and the camaraderie and the unity um, that, that prevails already, this gel, this, this spiritual glue, it, you know, listeners, no apologies for using the same words again. It defies logic. It absolutely defies logic. And I think it's just so beautiful. So I, I can't describe it. I really cannot describe it. And I, you know, the risk of repeating yet again, I love the fact that it can't be described because that once again takes it away from the head. Right, right. And the heart is the driving force here. So that's, that's important to recognize when you are coming from your heart, you're responding to that driving, driving force. I know when I go to the world game changer um, Facebook page, you know, I you know, I spend a lot of time on that page, mm -hmm. uh, but it's like, it's like a drug for me. You know, I feel so good when I'm interacting with people 
from all over the world. I mean, that's, that's one of the really exciting parts to me and what it represents to me is that we we're all people coming from all parts of the world and we're recognizing this higher objective that we want to change the world. And we're meeting here in this one spot. It's like, I am so charged by that. It feels so good, you know, and as the community grows even more, that charge gets stronger. So I feel like, you know, using the World Game Changer organization and the World Game Changer social media as that, that um, as, as a way to satisfy that urge within me and that heart pull within me, it's just become such an important part of my, my life. You know, and I want to invite everyone I can get my hands on to join this community. You know, I want everybody to feel this feeling. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it is like, it really is not only meeting that need of allowing me to grow myself and explore more deeply this heart pull and this mission or purpose of my own, but it's allowing me to connect with a, a other world game changers, potential world game changers in a meeting spot where we can share from the heart. And that's, Listening to you speak there, Amy, for me brings in a very valid point because one of the um, sort of definitions, understandings of awareness is this big, big open space. And that's how I see world game changes, irrespective of people where they sit or what label or badge or hat they may or may not have. Because let's be honest, in life, people come and go. And that's great. You know, there's there's a reason we're in that moment in time, whatever that may be, even if we don't understand it yet again. But for, you know, this is like a, a massive global football pitch. And my, my mind goes back to the lyrics of USA for Africa. Uh, people are dying and each must play their part. And that's what we're doing in our own way. We're each playing our part. And we're united in this family called World Game Changers. Irrespective, as I say, you know, uh, there was a well-known British football manager by the name of Brian Clough, and he coined the phrase about uh, Nottingham Forest's phenomenal success. And, you know, the media used to interview him, Brian, how this and why that? And he used to say it's very simple. We're all pulling in the same direction from the chairman to the tea lady. And in a a parallel kind of way, Amy, I I feel... That that's what's happening with world game changes. This this kind of indie fight. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. Because it can't be contained in some nice cozy little box. That because it's it's shaking things and it's loving things at the same time. We're back to that paradox again. It shakes yeah. things up. It's 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 almost like. Um, I don't know if this is even an appropriate metaphor, but like a mother's tough love, because for me, there's no greater love in the world than a mother's love for her child. And that, you know, that might come across as a judgment, a subjectivity. Uh, I stand by it. I own that statement. And, you know, that, but I mentioned that listeners in the context of a chastisement that sometimes might need to take place with her child, you know, to teach him or her that, you know, don't play, you know, near the road or don't don't mess with fire because you'll get burned. Um, but then in the same, now come here and let me love and secure and, you know, and that whole kind of 
paradox of, well, t- tough love. And I feel that in, in some ways that's also what's unfolding with world game changes because, you know, as we grow and contribute, we kind of, you know, we've got this beautiful, beautiful, loving energy, this power. But at the same time, we're real in terms of what we do. You know, so what do I mean by we're real? You know, we don't, we know the world is a beautiful place, but we don't, we're kind of not hoodwinked by the challenges and the darkness and the starkness of the reality of what's going on in the world. We're not, we're not blind um, to that or oblivious, should I say, to that, those challenges, those human challenges. But this is a whole amalgamation of self, small s, and spirit, capital S, and this rich dance and this, you know, I've often used the example, listeners, of a, of a car going on a journey. And we don't know what's going to be in the road, but we change gears. And sometimes we might even have to go into reverse on our journey. And that, for me, is a great way to describe how we as world game changers operate. So some of the time we might be in high spirits, you know, in a higher, very higher um, spirit domain. Other times... And I, and I, you know, yeah, again, I, I vouch for this. When I get frustrated and I flirt with anger, it happens. It's real. What I've learned is not to, uh, not to let it uh, hang around for too long. Amy, does that, any of that make any sense? Absolutely. I really am resonating with the metaphor of a mother's love. I mean, I'm, of course, I'm very close to that. I guess most of us are, right? We all have mothers or we are mothers. Um, but I, I really resonate with that. And the security, I feel like World Game Changers as a container provides the security, this truth in security. And what does that help us do? I mean, that kind of security really helps us to love ourselves, like to see our own value. Ultimately, you mentioned Judy Kelly in the, the, pod, the last podcast that we did with her. And one thing that she said really struck me. She said that it's our job at this point, as we step into this new paradigm, it's our number one job to love ourselves. And I thought about that. And I mean, you know, I've been talking about self-love for years. Like, of course, it's important because if you don't love yourself, you can't love others fully and completely. It's like you have to experience that opening within yourself to actually be able to give love to one another. And I feel like World Game Changers provides a container for that. You know, it's the secure container that's real. Sure, we understand in world game changers that there are some major challenges in life. It's not all unicorns and rainbows. Like there are some major challenges out there. But I think that that as an organization, it can provide the support structure that says, you know, that's okay. You know, yes, you're going to experience challenges, but learn to love yourself. Right. And then come back to the table here with all that love <laughs> inside of yourself. And, and bring it with you, you know, share it with others and allow that to help bring the world to higher ground. Mm-hmm. So that's what I get out of that metaphor is that this is really, it's not just an organization that brings the world to higher ground. It helps us to be our best selves by reminding us we are world game changers. We're worthy and we need to love ourselves because that is ultimately where it starts. Absolutely. Listeners at this point, towards the end there's usually this kind of 
conclusive, definitive. Okay, Amy, so give us something, give us a real, you know, one plus one equals two solution. I, I offer that space if Amy wishes to do that. But I also offer this space with you and leave it with you listeners and this whole, this dance of, of paradox of what might appear to be, well, what's really been said here? But that's up for you to decide, listeners, what's been said. Because our own level of awareness, whatever that may be, and there's certainly no judgment on that, it'll be, and we will be along that, you know, we'll be in that vehicle that I alluded to in whatever gear we're at, at any given moment in time. So, Amy, last word to you then. I mean, is there a kind of real golden nugget that you want to leave, or do you want to leave it there? There's no expectation. There's no nothing with this. It's just open. Well, I do have something that I'd like to share, and this just came to me. I This is a term that I use all the time, divinity mirror, right? And I use it in the context of us being divinity mirrors for other people. But I say, let every mirror be your divinity mirror. Every time you look in the mirror, see yourself as divine. And that is what I'd like to leave everybody with today. The power and the simplicity of that, listeners. And I'm going to leave it there. And all that remains now is for me to say, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?